This is a Valerie Moss original podcast. Welcome back to Valerie's Variety Podcast episode. In today's show, we're going to talk about a new podcast review, a tidbit about beer, Sundays at National, and an alarm clock for a six-year-old. We've been stealing away lately, my husband and I, now that our daughter is six, and Kimmy dropped off and left at a birthday party, and we've been heading to this restaurant called The National for a couple hours of adult time. Drinking beer, visiting, being together uninterrupted, and eating some amazing food. So I thought I would review that today. We've been to a couple of national, the national or national locations, and they've all been delicious. On the weekend, we decided to go there with London. So we told her that we were off doing things while she was at a party, really important things. And then Jeff came clean and told her that we were going to the special restaurant and having our favorite meals. So it was quite hilarious. She had no idea what we were talking about and then decided that it sounded like a pretty good idea that we were there. So we took her with us over there and this is our menu. First, we order six oysters, three each. East Coast oysters are a favorite because they're nice and small and plump. They serve them on a bed of crushed ice, freshly grated horseradish, and three different sauces with tiny little spoons that hold a little bit of probably like a few drops. You sprinkle on either the tomato-based sweet or the zingy vinegar or the sweet sauce. All are clear, not like a creamy sauce, and you have to put all three on with toppings of ginger. Well, that's what we do anyways, but you could pick and choose. And it's so yummy. Then you shuck that oyster back and it's super tasty. Next, we order the seafood chowder. Now this seafood chowder is made in-house. For me personally, I'm not a fan of clam chowder or any kind of like chowder soup, but this one, my heavy talked me into trying. It's a seafood chowder. It's made with house smoked cod, crab and lobster pieces, mussels and scallops, as well as some veggies in a rich creamy broth. Let me see if I can describe this soup. It's rich and luxurious. And like I said, I'm not one to choose clam chowder, but my hubby said we should try it and it was definitely worth the risk. Next we ordered tater tots and they come with a spicy mayo on the side. And that's basically it. They're just like tasty little morsels that work well with the chowder and the oysters. Then you can choose something to drink. So because we're having a little adult time, 
we choose a fun beer off the menu. I usually choose something quite strong, like an IPA, and my hubby chooses some sort of a light ale, like a traditional from Big Rock style of beer. And sometimes I choose something more sweet, like a raspberry or a honey brown ale. Anyways, it's all good. Totally worth a stop. So this past weekend, we decided to do this with London. We were downtown um, taking pictures and enjoying time down on 17th Avenue, as well as in Kensington, which is kind of like 10th Street and Kensington Road, so just outside of downtown. And 17th Avenue Southwest is what some would refer to as Red Mile. So it's kind of like a trendier area in the city. 17th Avenue around like 19th Street Southwest. It's kind of outside of downtown and it's just a beautiful area to kind of walk around and take pictures of people and buildings and have coffee and stop at analog coffee and get a cookie and a tea or something and carry on. So when we were down there, we were snapping tons of pictures and then we were thinking about this lunch. So we went down to the location on 10th Avenue Southwest and it's right around 3rd, 4th Street. And we had our fantastic meal and then the waitress came by to bring our bill over and she says to us are you guys here to play or not play uh to do bowling and we're like well we saw the sign for bowling and we knew there was a bowling alley in the basement of this particular location we didn't really think about playing or going to bowl and she says because it's free on Sundays Wow. So we thought, ah, we're interested. So we went down and booked an hour, which was included with our meal upstairs. And we had a fantastic time. We got in two or three games, two or three rounds of bowling, however you say that. And, you know, we put on our fun shoes, bowling shoes, which everybody loves, and had a great time. Plus, they have this special like apparatus that the kids can use. So as I said, my daughter's six and they have this like metal contraption that you kind of slide over and it has like a little scoop off the front of it that the kids can put their bowling ball on and line it up the bottom of this contraption to where they want the bowling ball to go basically aim and then they just roll the ball off of this contraption and they get a good play in. So London, she even had like a couple of strikes based on this system. Plus the people from National came over and asked if we wanted to have the edge guards put up to help the ball kind of keep on the lane. Well, my husband and I were like, yes, because we never bowl, so we need all the advantages we can get. Plus, seeing London in 
with this apparatus system, she was like scoring major big time. So we couldn't let her win what we wanted to, but we also needed a little edge to ourselves. So we said, sure, putting the guards up on each side of the bowling alley. It's a fantastic bowling alley. They have really cool lights, it's licensed, you can order food. It's not like dingy, divey, smoke, grease-filled bowling alley. It's actually quite nice in there. I've posted a few pictures on my show notes if you wanted to check it out. And yeah, we just had a great time. It like felt good in there. There was a lot of other teams bowling with kids. And they do um, also have a variety of weighted bowling balls. So some are as light as five pounds. And I think they go up to like 14 pound bowling balls, but good variety anyways. And yeah, so check it out. So it's called National. And there's several locations around the city, but the ones that we frequent are West Hills, which is in the southwest part of the city. And the one we were at that has the bowling alley. So not every location has a bowling alley. But the one that we are at with the bowling alley is on 10th Avenue Southwest and around 4th Street. I definitely recommend it, especially with the kids. It's a great like Sunday you know, go for an early supper and bring the kids and you can bowl for free. So it's actually a rather decent night out and a really good meal. And it's super fun. Jeff and I had a great time with London, so highly recommend it. I have a brand new podcast I've been listening to. Or review. So, this podcast is called Under the Influence. And Terry O'Reilly is the host, and he has such a unique, great voice. Under the Influence is proudly supported by .ca, Canada's domain. He has been in the marketing business for 20 years or probably longer. So the podcast name is called Under the Influence. Terry O'Reilly's the host, and it's kind of a backstage pass into the hallways, boardrooms, and recording studios of the advertising industry. It talks about how a name can make or break a product or a food group even. It talks about how like a little jingle can sell millions of dollars. He goes into different stories like about the pet rock and the guy who invented the pet rock, who was the same guy who invented the mood ring. So I'm just kind of telling you about the pet rock. There was a bunch of them sitting around a bar and they're all talking about how boring their animals are. Like you feed them, you walk them, you know, they might give you a bit of attention, but animals are kind of boring. They just take your energy and don't really give anything back. So he said, oh, it would be great if you could just have a pet rock. 
And everybody at the table burst out laughing. They just thought this was hilarious. And so he was kind of thinking, hmm, I'm onto something here. But the beauty about the pet rock invention wasn't the rock itself. It was how you take care of the rock. You feed it. How to, wa- how to water it. How to take it for walks. He had all these funny things that you could do with a pet rock included in your purchase of the pet rock. Well, this guy, he made millions on this silly idea. So, Terry O'Reilly, the host of the show, like I said, he has a super unique voice. He has very convincing plot lines and how he can start his story out and then come back to the beginning of the story after he's kind of told you all the background about it. It's a pretty neat way uh, of telling a story and listening to a guy perform it. He's definitely a performer. I always want to hear more episodes out of him. Uh, So definitely uh, worth checking out. It's called Under the Influence. It's a CBC podcast. And this guy, he produces his podcast out of an Airstream mobile studio. So like an Airstream camper trailer, it's set up and he produces it out of there. But he has like great intro, outro, good B-roll, good transition from one topic to the other. And he sums everything up in the end. It's just super good, entertaining podcast even if you're not in the advertising industry and you're just in a job like mine where we produce signage for all kinds of companies it's really interesting to listen to you know like a madman kind of advertising agency background knowledge and how they come up with the idea So that's Under the Influence by CBC Radio. So that's the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. Now, moving on. Okay, so I wanted to tell you about getting London to use an alarm clock. So she has an old phone of ours that doesn't have a SIM card in it. It only works off of Wi-Fi. I don't even know the model, but it's been passed around to a few family members, and now she has it. And so we told her that one day she had to wake up on her own because I was going into work early, and Jeff leaves right at 7, so we had to get her up and at it at 6.30. Well, she thought this was a great idea. So we set up her alarm, and she got to pick the sound, because, you know, there's a gajillion of them on there. So she started from the top, which is the worst alarm sound that you can imagine. But she said that she liked it, and that was the one she was going with. She was going to start from the top and work her way down. So we told her how to use it. We set it up everything and voila she was like in like Flynn for the first week or two and she got up picked out her clothes was getting dressed on the first alarm she hasn't really figured out how to hit snooze yet I don't think 
However, I asked her, and she knew it said snooze, so she must know, but maybe doesn't really know what that means. So then, fast forward a week or so, maybe this might be the third week, maybe, and this morning I go down the hall to say good morning to her, and she's like, hi, Mom. I said, hi, how you doing? You know, Mom, I'm not sure if I like this alarm clock thing. I just started to laugh. I said, you know what, honey? None of us do. None of us like that alarm going off, but we still have to get up and at it. And it's working good for you. You just need to get used to it or pick a cheerier sound. So she's going to ponder that today and we'll see. Let me know if your kids use an alarm clock to wake up. I know my girlfriend, she had to have uh, one of those alarm clocks that kind of light up. So not really an alarm, but it indicated at a certain time that the child was allowed to get out of his bed or stay in his bed. And that worked really well for her because her kids, they would wake up super early, like at 5.30 in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning. Whereas London, she sleeps to like 8, 8.30, 9, depending on how tired she is. So yeah, do your, do your kids use an alarm or do they just kind of wake up as they feel the need to, especially on the weekends or on holidays? Um, and does it work for you? Does it work for them? Let me know. I'd be interested in hearing what you do to get your kids up in the morning. Um, my other friend was telling me that her daughter, you go in and wake her up and she's just like, it's a new day and happy as can be. Whereas my daughter, you basically have to drag her out of bed and coach her to wake up for like 15, 20 minutes. It's painful. So this alarm clock thing is really working well. So yeah, let me know your thoughts on that. this funny beer tidbit my husband told me. Did you know that if you slam a beer into your beer glass, okay, wait, let me go back. So most of us will gently pour a beer into our beer glass or drink it straight out of the bottle. But if you pour a beer into a beer glass, nice and slow, you don't get that big foaming head on the top and it keeps your beer, it tastes good enough, right? Well, he was saying, Jeff was saying that if you slammed your beer into the beer glass, like you would to pour wine into a wine decanter and you'd pour it in quite aggressively to get all the air to aerate the wine. If you slam your beer into a beer glass like that, it will remove the carbon dioxide in the beer and a large hand head on the top will form and it will keep the beer tasting really good because that large head keeps all the flavor into the beer. Plus, you won't be so full. Isn't that a good idea? Not that I'm like a huge beer drinker, but I do like a good glass of beer. And I thought I'd just share that little tidbit for all of you. 
Um, I think that's it for podcasting today. And so thanks for listening and please send me a note or send me a comment on iTunes. I would love that. Or send me an email, Valerie at ValerieMoss.ca. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening today. Please let me know what you think about the podcast by leaving me a comment on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Blueberry, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you get your podcast. Music for this show is provided through GarageBand. Today I used Isabel Topper, 80s Mirage Topper, Jazzy Down Tempo, Carla Lyric, Ping Pong Topper, and some of the sound effects I used are also through GarageBand. The bowling strike, alarm clocks, as well as the rooster call. The intro and outro for this podcast is recorded by London. The podcast is produced by me, Valerie, through GarageBand and WordPress. Thanks for listening. Visit ValerieMoss.ca for more information.